0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Going in Raw's Black Friday holiday sale is happening now. Huge price cuts across both Frendo merchandise sites at FriendoMerch.com and FriendoMarket.com. Order today. Oh, Steve and Larson, don't you dare be sour, clap for yourselves and feel the power, yes. And all you people
2: out there, you're watching Going In Wrong
1: with Steve and Larson. <laughs> Friendos, Steve here. Yeah, Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Quick reminder we're going to be live this Sunday for NXT TakeOver War Games. Uh, for our reactions with the enforcer, and then of course on the Twitch for our recaps, yeah. yeah. Uh, where do you crack on? What are you uh, cracking just, up about? I
2: think some of the comments to our NXT recap the other day.
1: <laughs> oh, look, oh. oh, Larson, do we owe the, the, the McAfee stands out there an apology for going so hard on Pat McAfee? A lot in of a state, people, we're just stating our opinion, we're not entitled to an opinion. Uh no, I, well that's why I'm throwing it. You know, a lot of people oh, seem yeah. very they're very hurt about our our words. Are very sensitive about their Pat McAfee. Their, their precious okay. Pat McAfee. Well,
2: I, I don't. I mean, if, if just talking about we, him like we that, don't appreciate Stop or we're not appreciating that. Pat McAfee's work At NXT at the current time, that shouldn't influence anybody else's opinion of him. If you like Pat McAfee's work, by all means, enjoy his work. Lately, we haven't been into it. We gave we praised him for his match
1: against Adam Cole and said it was damn impressive for the, someone's first time match. I don't know what more they want specifically from me. I literally refer to NXT as my favorite wrestling show. It is. Uh, It's my thing. It's my jam. It ain't always going to be to my liking. We'll probably end up praising the hell out of TakeOver because those are usually pretty damn good. Uh, Just because I find Pat McAfee endlessly boring doesn't mean that I'm... Making some judgment on your taste, I'm talking about the audience, not you personally. The on the audience's taste, like what you like, don't like what you don't like. But don't come to us if you just want validation for something you like. If you get a whiff of us not liking something that you like and you don't like it, just turn on Cultaholic or Russell Talk. They're great, they're fantastic. They great. And apparently, according to some of our YouTube comments, they like Pat McAfee. So does CM Punk, and he's one of yeah. my favorites. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just find the guy boring. Yeah, yeah want me I to have do? Not been into his thing.
2: I said the late. same
1: thing about uh, the the carrying crosses wrestling, but NXT is still my favorite thing. Anyways, uh, want to give a shout out to some new patrons. Hopefully, they're not offended by my words about Pat McAfee or your words about Pat McAfee. But uh, anyways, uh, new patrons. Colin Branch, Jonathan Taylor Blair, Wayne Scoggins, the band man, uh, Louis Duffy Barrett, Billy Wolf, Daniel Laudato, uh, Alvaro Vega, Jerry Mendoza, and Johnny Ralston. Thank you very much for the support. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the majority of those friendos are over the $5 a month mark. Oh, which you, know means that means. you know what that they means? They can watch. The pivotal huge well, game seven yesterday. Thank you watch
2: Frendo Club TV for bonus episodes each and every week. Classic 10 for the wins. We went, we went in the way back machine, not the website. And like the, anyways, uh, back to 2015. I found an episode we did in the most disappointing games of 2015. It was actually pretty, was pretty darn entertaining. Put hmm. that up today. Uh, we do some gameplay stuff, we didn't talk too much about that. Uh, Power Rank. Uh, every tuesday and ask steven larson i think we're moving that from monday to wednesday that's from my log- logistical standpoint it's easier to get up um that's what we're that's, that's what you got for being a five dollar and up patron youtube
1: channel member twitch sub Five. so the 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 10 for the win that you put up it's from five years ago yeah when you told me the reference there, I was like, oh, my God, it's a very – because, like, we crack a joke about something that's very yeah. 2015. And then I thought yeah. about it, I'm like, man, it was only five years ago, but, my God. It feels like, like a long time. It feels like so much longer than that. I mean, when I compare 2015 to 2010, like, when 2015, I probably felt, oh, 2010, that feels like just yesterday, you know? Yeah. 2015 at this point, I mean, hell, the beginning of 2020 feels like 10 years ago yeah, at this man. point. But it's flown um, by. It's just gone by so quickly. Speaking of going by so quickly, SmackDown was a pretty breezy show, in my estimation. It was, but it was also pretty light. Um, yeah.
2: Which you know at times can contribute to the feeling of breeziness because you know it, it, it's going on. Maybe you like.
1: Yeah, that's me. You're that's the exact impersonation. Focus of me your right attention there. on a couple other things. Yeah. You know, I think the last,
2: well, not the last part of it, because last part was fairly engaging. Anything, anytime Roman's on the on the on the screen, you got to pay attention. Anytime Kevin Owens on so the screen, Roman's you got to so pay good. attention. Same with Ju. So they're all doing really great work right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although that opening segment, uh, the the in ring stuff, the interview with Roman is stuff, maybe a tad long. I mean, not in a bubble. It's not, but like the first 16 minutes of the show, mm-hmm. uh, there was like zero
1: wrestling. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's to me that you know, if I'm looking at the, at the at the notes here, you're right. It was like 16 minutes. I'm sitting there and like I'm so captivated with this Roman Reigns character that I it felt like five to me. Like I loved all this there's, stuff. That's the thing is like it's 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 a wrestling
2: program, so you want to get into the wrestling aspect of it, you know, relatively quickly. But you look at the opening couple segments of the show. There's not really anything you could remove.
1: Yeah right. Yeah. You know so. Yeah, um. So yeah. Uh. I mean you know like you said in terms of light on, uh, on actual meat, uh, maybe there wasn't a lot. We had a rematch from last week with Murphy and Corbin, although they did reintroduce two thirds of the Forgotten Sons as his uh, <laughs> wingmen. His muscle, maybe. Yeah, I um, guess his muscle. At you know? first,
2: I, I, I they, I, they came out. I was like, they look really familiar.
1: For some reason, them losing their facial hair, like, I did not know who they were. Well, first, for a second, no, it's funny you say that, because for a second, I said I thought to myself, even though you and I had both fully expected it to be the Forgotten Sons, like, Sean Ross tweeted that. I was like, oh, that'd be perfect. Uh, but Yet, yeah, when they came out, I thought to myself, are there two Adam Pierces there? What's going on? Why would well, he first, align himself with Baron Corbin? At first, I thought Cutler, because of the distance, is like, is that Lars Sullivan? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Like from a distance, you know, when they first came out, it's was like, that Lars Sullivan, you know, what would have been awesome. You know, what would have been so great if they just like kept, if they just put Lars Sullivan, they renamed Lars Sullivan Jackson Riker and made him in the forgotten sons with the other two guys. Yeah. Because then you're sort of killing two birds with one stone. You get to keep the forgotten sons around. You ditch the guy who doesn't know how to tweet. Right. And, and, and Cutler and the other guy, they get to have a guy and, Lars Sullivan now is not Lars Sullivan anymore. You can forget about him. He's now Jackson Riker. Yeah. Why didn't they do that? That's a great idea. Put like a, a like a, a wig on him with like a fake beard for now. Oh no, he has a beard. So just have him grow it out even more. Yeah. hair. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to name him Jackson
2: Riker. Just give him a different name. Give him some hair. He's a forgotten son.
1: Done. Yeah, uh, Paxson Riker. It's his brother. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh dear. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Lipkin says drop one problematic guy for another. <laughs> Anyways, let's kick this thing off. Uh, it started with a 10-bell salute for Pat Patterson, who passed away recently. Um, they re-ran also a little bit later in the show the really terrific Frank Sinatra My Way uh, video package they cut mm-hmm. for him, which is really terrific. Man, Sinatra. Oof, boy. He was pretty darn good, wasn't he? You got that right. <laughs> uh, so the episode actually kicks off, though, with Kayla interviewing Roman Reigns. She gives him like just a killer intro, just a really terrific intro. Yeah. So, of course, that's the thing that Roman takes issue with when he finally makes his way to the ring. He's got Jay with him. <laughs> it's the first of several things he takes issue with. Oh, he he dresses her down big time. And, uh, yeah, he's basically like, uh, you know, I think you, uh, you left out a couple things from my intro. So he sort of has Paul redo it in the way that only Paul Heyman can do it. Calls him the tribal chief, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so she says, uh, you know, Roman, what, let, let's take a look at what happened last week. They roll some footage recapping what happened last week. and uh, And she asks him – uh, what was the actual question she asked him? That well, Roman... She says,
2: it's been established last week that Kevin Owens doesn't fear you. Mm-hmm. You think it's a possibility that you, Roman Reigns, could fear Kevin Owens. Yeah, ooh, he and did not take kindly to that. He kind of was it back. He's like, you're in the, 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 the brightest spotlight you've ever been on right now. This will be the most viewed thing you'll ever be a part of. And you come here and ask me stupid questions. It's like, Michael Cole's there. He's got 10-year experience. He could have done this, but we took a chance on you to do this interview. And you blow it with a stupid question. Next question. And then so she followed another question. Are you using Jay as a pawn? Are you manipulating him? Roman says, those are stupid words for stupid people. Does it look like I'm manipulating Jay? And Jay is great. The whole time, this this bit especially, he's back there just glaring at Roman. Oh, you can't take him. your
1: him and Paul are like they, man, this was, it was so good. And even, you know, people give Kevin Dunn a lot of static. He can have really nice moments of TV direction. And this was great. This was great because you always see one of those guys and it's always really nicely framed. So they're out of focus, but not too out of focus. This mm-hmm. is really good stuff. Yeah, they're in the background, but,
2: you know, still in the frame enough to so you can see what they're doing. So he says, I don't manipulate people. I'm a protector, a provider. I sit at the head of the table. He's like, I know Jay has been part of, the, of one of the greatest tag teams in WB, but what has he really done lately? He gives Kayla some more crap, uh, tells Paul, uh, handle this. And so Paul takes over the interview, it uh, says, Jay has been the main event over the last few weeks, and ratings have been up. And the reason, he claims, is because Jay is now a main eventer. And then we start going on about that. Kevin Owens interrupts. Uh, he says uh, he made it pretty clear last week that he doesn't fear Roman. Since, they, since they've established that Roman doesn't fear him, why don't we just fight now?
0: Mm-hmm, and Jay
2: yeah. <laughs> snatches the mic from Paul. It's like, we run the show. Uh, we accept. He just doesn't learn. Jay just no. doesn't learn. And so Owens uh, turns <laughs> to him and says, I wasn't talking to the bus boy. I was Oof. talking to the head of the table. Oof. He says, uh, if you're not going to fight me now, Roman, why not TLC in a TLC match? So Paul then takes the mic away from Jay. And then Owen says, or we can just do it now. Roman gets the mic, says fighting him now is what Owens want. It'd be best for uh, Owen's career. Uh, Roman says he doesn't back down from anyone. Uh, Jay said that he they, they accepted, and he does accept. And he said if he was the man he used to be, he'd whip Owen's ass right now, but the time's not right. He's a gentleman.
1: What do I look like? A savage? Oh. <laughs> I'm a gentleman.
2: There's a lady in the ring. I I think think that's what he said,
1: right? And Yeah, he says, there's a lady in the ring, Kevin. Grow up. Grow up. (laughs) He said grow up. So he and Jay and Paul leave, and Owen grabs the
2: mic and says, "Uh, yeah, I'll grow up when you grow a pair of balls. uh, You call yourself,
1: oh, you say you're a gentleman, but you're just a little bitch. Yeah. And then Roman just sort of stops and smiles and then keeps on walking. Uh, So after we come back from commercial break, uh, Jay... (laughs) Jay already knows what's coming. And he's like, he's, he's going on. He's like, man, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. I know. I know I overstepped bounds. I know I did that. And I'm sorry. I know I did that. So Roman says, Jay, I love you. You know that, right? I love you. But you have to remember, there are consequences for everything you do. And then he walks away. And then uh, uh, Cole confirmed
2: that Owen and Roman will happen at TLC.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then we have uh, Bailey versus Natalia. Hmm, with Bianca Belair in commentary, what's the quizzical look on your face?
2: No, I was just really surprised that Bailey lost this match.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, it's it's. I I am too, but I'm actually really happy about it because it's like they have so much. Look, they're not gonna de push Bailey. Bailey can lose and lose and lose right now, and I'll always get the feeling that she's probably gonna. If not main event WrestleMania, they might call it a co main event with Sasha. I think that's still gonna happen. They Bailey is the most confident wrestler. You can just see with everything she does. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. She is the most comfortable, confident person. I, I have no concerns about that because ultimately she's gonna go she's gonna be the last one to win here in this Bianca Belair thing. It's gonna this thing should serve a couple purposes. It should make Bianca look like a massive massive star yeah but it's also gonna build up Bailey a little bit more so she's gonna take on Sasha banks um Bailey's new uh, uh, gear looked incredible. yeah it did. it was great. I love her great. shirt too the yeah. ding, the knock knock ding dong or whatever It's it is. great. That's, that's awesome stuff. it's great. Um, and good for Natalia for getting the victory for once.
2: Yeah. Uh, I just it took me by surprise a little bit. So, anyways, uh, uh, Bailey has the advantage to begin. She starts talking crap to Bianca, and Nat- uh, Natalia tosses Bailey in the ring steps, go to commercial, come back. Uh, Bailey's looking to hit a sharpshooter. Natty reverses that to a sharpshooter attempt of her own. Uh, Bailey boots her off, hits uh, a discus close on. I did like that Bailey was using a lot of Natalia's moves against her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Natalia avoids uh, a charge from Bailey in the corner puts on the sharpshooter and then Bianca gets up from commentary and starts this kind of taunted Bailey a little bit mm-hmm. and then Bailey
1: just taps yeah i love it though because bailey was totally just not focused at all on the match and so often man wwe if they power rank somebody really high they'll cheat them you know somebody will do this but they won't really face the consequences of it mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. they'll they'll cheat them out of taking a loss um, or they'll get, like, a DQ win or something like that. In this case, no. What happened was the consequences that happen. she taps out because she's just dicking around too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really, really good stuff. I mean, I'm hoping – I just hope that in this feud with Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair picks up that first victory. You do mm-hmm. that, you, you, you get that clean on somebody with no distractions. Um, I mean, you lost Natalia, and Natalia's been around so long – it's you know she's, she's not the, the winningest the uh, women's competitor I think in WWE history at least that's what she says. Yeah, it's a funny thing, but like be, Natalia beating Bianca uh, Bailey this way, not that big of a deal. Bianca beating Bailey clean, no distractions, huge deal, huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, so they announced at the head of the show an Intercontinental Championship Pat Patterson tribute six man tag match. Uh, all former or
2: Sami Zayn's case, current Intercontinental Champion. They they ran that Pat Patterson tribute again and they brought out the original
1: Intercontinental yeah. Championship ringside. That was pretty that was pretty neat to see. That was really neat to see. Just a man, just a beautiful old school title. Yeah, man. And this match was great. Yeah, no, it was so much fun. It was a ton of fun. And um, uh, uh, and Big E has new entrance music performed by Wale. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, huge wrestling fan. Wale mm-hmm. bought us a couple of beers at mm-hmm. the takeover. Wale—that's mm-hmm. like one of the highlights of our wrestling career. Tell yeah. you what. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll name drop. I'll totally name drop that one. I'm fine with it. Don't care. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, I wonder if Pat, Ma- if if Pat McAfee bought us a beer, would we turn around on him? I would. I would. If somebody buys you a beer, you have to. Yeah. You talk about yeah. You have to talk about. about. Yeah. I mean it's not like we dislike him personally No I don't know him personally I'm sure he's great Triple H says that he's Triple H says that he's committed Good that's awesome He's passionate Maybe creative just didn't give him more Than the same three things that he said over and over again Maybe that's the problem Anyway People love him that's fine That's fine Yeah this was a lot of fun man
2: This was a lot of fun Great match Um, A lot of great back and forth It was just Darn it it was fun uh, Daniel Bryan uh, hitting the small package on Sammy Zayn to get the win. I like that Daniel Bryan utilizes a small package to actually get Ws on a uh, on a somewhat regular occasion. I know. I like that. I know. It's great. I like that. So afterwards, the faces leave. They go back into the ring, and uh, uh, Sammy and Nakamura charge him, uh, while Dolph just kind of like turns around and and is like, "Oh, they got it. I'm not going to concern myself with it." Um, uh, so they get dumped out of the ring. Dolph turns around, he's like, ah, okay. So he's like, okay, I'll make peace. He offers his hand. Uh, everybody's like, no. And then eventually like the faces are like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, we're cool. And Dolph's like, yeah, high five, give it up. And uh, he has he's about to do a high five, Daniel Bryan. Maybe instead he takes a swing at him. Uh, Daniel Bryan hits him with an enormous, enormous atomic drop. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ray falls with a 619. Uh, and then Big E hits the big ending on him.
1: I wonder like this seemed like a very it was it's it felt like a very house show moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially I wonder, the way Dolph was selling that atomic drop. It was I like a record level sell of of atomic drop.
1: Given that this was a Pat Patterson tribute thing, I wonder if any of this was a specific tribute to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, I thought the same thing. I, maybe there was a finish at some point in Pat's career. Maybe something that he and Slaughter did. I don't know, but it kind of felt like something like that. Um, I'm curious to see what wrestling Twitter has, if, if that's if that's the case, because sometimes they can dig stuff that that kind of stuff out. Uh, afterwards, we had a Kevin Owens interview um, where he basically says, you know, Roman Reigns used to be cool, used to be one of the boys, didn't have his own locker room, but not anymore. I don't know if it's uh, uh, Paul Heyman. You know, in my case, I've tried to make amends with everyone here. There was a weird spot where Callisto uh, interrupts yeah. him or he sort yeah. of walks through the shot. Yeah. and He's like, hey, what's what, what's going on? I'm in the middle of an interview. As you know, we're live now. Nice yeah. fedora, and then Calixto goes. He say, a "What's a fedora?" Fedor? Yeah, and he said, "It's it's your hat." <laughs> and then he walks off. I don't know what that was about, but uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, he concludes by saying, uh, "Roman is an um, I, I can't say what he is, but you know what word I'm looking for. It starts with an A, two syllables. People chant it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh huh, uh huh." Otis walks over, and he's like, "Oh yeah." I know what word you're talking about. And he's like, we can't say it because of our friends at Fox Network. Yep. And uh, says, you know, we're both blue-collar brawlers. Can't wait to get my hands on Roman. So that's that's the gist of that. Yeah, pretty much. They they do a fist bump. That's the end. Uh, I that- like, you know, man, I like, I really like, I don't know what to do with him. But I really like Otis. Otis does have that, like, charisma in your voice when he talks. It's I I love hearing his voice. I love when he talks. It's, it's always just inherently funny to me. Mm. Certain P I know you're, you're, I'm indifferent. Yeah.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,
2: Uh, after that, we had uh, Carmella, Sasha split screen interview. This is all right. I don't know, like the motivations behind it. I don't know. I feel like there could be more there. Like they, they, they touched on Carmella and Sasha. You know, obviously being at the PC together in NXT. Uh, it got, it got a little bit of discussion, um, but I don't know. I don't know. Like performance wise, it wasn't bad. I'm just like from the creative aspect.
1: So a couple things. I thought that as far as side by side interviews go, this, this was far and away better than most yeah, of them because yeah. they're this, te- they're they're always terrible. There was that one that uh, uh, Pac Neville did with Austin Aries that was pretty good. Yeah, that was okay because everything long time Pac ago. does is great. Um, so I I like the motivation here. I like the I, I mean it 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 is it's simple. Car- Carmella says I came in here on a whim. And I've accomplished just as much as you have. And you had to work your ass off for it. And so you're jealous of me. I like there to usually to be some indication that Sasha is actually jealous of her before somebody starts throwing that kind of motivation out. I think that's Uh, the thing is, is, is
2: is, like Sasha, she's achieved like enormous success. Yeah. In WWE, let's say Carmella hasn't. She has. But
1: is is Sasha just jealous of this as Carmela would put it just came naturally to her yeah and That's why just thin. and why would Carmela be the one initiating the attack usually if somebody is jealous of you they're, they're going the to ones who initiate the attack exactly. attack you so I get what you're saying um I mean you know they they could have done the generic. I don't know any other number of things. Although I guess jealousy is usually a, a fairly standard pro wrestling trope, so I, I guess I see your point there. Um, so yeah, the, the bottom line is on this one. Sasha gives her a title shot at TLC, mm-hmm. and uh, says you've never you've never been in the ring with a better uh, B than me. And then Mela does her thing, which is such a weird addition to. Her oh, mimic. she snapped her fingers, and then it like it turned <laughs> like an old school like cathode array uh, tube yeah.
2: TV off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like, hey, we're all in the high def stuff now. Yeah,
1: it doesn't do that anymore. None sometimes, of us are have like 150 pound televisions anymore. You know, sometimes it'll just stay there, like the little dot will stay there. Yeah, it will. So is this off all the way? Do I have to pre- hit another button? You gotta get the clicker with the two buttons on it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So after that, we had a, a rematch: Murphy versus uh, Baron Corbin. For some reason, this is a feud that's happening. Hey, Buddy Murphy's got a whole family with him now, though, so good for him for being on TV.
2: Apparently, he he gained a family but lost his wrestling ability.
1: Yeah, what's up with them? I mean, it's a, this is such a weird story. This is the weirdest story. All of a sudden, Buddy Murphy can't handle his own in the ring. He beats Seth Rollins clean. He was getting worked by Corbin most of this match as well, the match last week. The last one, too. Worked. Did he use all of his wrestling Ability in that Seth Rollins match. Drained. Precious bodily bodily fluids gone. Fluoridation for Murphy. Is that the story here? Yes, Mandrake. (laughs) This is damn gammy knee. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, this time. Baron
2: Baron brought a couple stooges with him. mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
2: Steve Cutler, Wesley Blake, Sands facial hair. So at first I was like, who are these guys? That's not. Forget me not. It was like when uh, uh, uh Eric Young cut his beard off. I was like, "Yeah, that was Hold weird. on, that's Eric Young? That was really weird." It was it was strange, but then I, I I you posted on Twitter, it was like Cutler and Blake, I was like, "Oh, that is Cutler and Blake." Okay. <laughs> and then at first like when they first came out, it was like Corey Graves wanted to to say, "Oh, isn't that such and yeah. such?" Yeah. and then someone that must have been in his ear said, "Don't say it. Don't say it." Not yeah. I mean, no, go to commercial break He come back and then he says, "Oh, we just learned or just found out." That is in fact Steve Cutler and Wesley
1: Blake. Yeah. Okay. We. <laughs> I don't know. W, you know WWE? It's so weird. Some they do weird shit like that sometimes. Why wouldn't he know who they are? I know. Why wouldn't he know who? They, I mean, they it, probably they probably set the tables next to each other in catering. Right. Like he's called their matches before. They've been on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, they're on SmackDown. Wesley Blake for sure was in NXT when Corey Graves was in NXT. Yeah. They probably had matches. Like even if you take that stuff out of it, the Forgotten Sons were on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were on SmackDown.
2: Then again, they they shaved their beards off, and I didn't recognize them for a while. So yeah, it took me familiar. a second
1: too. I thought it was two Adam Pierce's, <laughs> which would have been like really weird Rawgate. Yeah. Um. So anyways, yeah, like you said, Murphy was booked really weak here against Corbin. Uh. At one point, there's like uh, he Corbin likes to do the thing where he leaves the ring and runs back in really fast. This time, uh, Murphy landed a nasty V-trigger on him. Uh, goes up top. <laughs> Baron Sullen, that was great. Yeah, That was, yeah. That was a base hit. It really, <laughs> That's exactly what it was. So, uh, uh, Corbin's on the ground. Murphy goes up top. Before he can do anything, Corbin motions to uh, Forgotten Sons to attack. The Mysterios, they like bowl over Ray. Ray just went down in a heap. Yeah. I was like, whoa, boys, relax. You're back, you know, for 10 minutes. You don't want to get sent off TV again. Yeah. Um, so uh Murphy gets down because they're attacking uh the pink turtle turtleneck, the uh, Don Dom. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and uh, they're attacking I don't think him. I've ever seen a turtleneck that vivid of a color before. It was not color safe. It was no. like blowing my TV up. Yeah. And it was tucked in with a gold chain. It was very bright. Oh, he was missing the fanny goodness. packs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lacey got one of those now. Uh, yeah. She ordered a backpack from someplace, and it came with a fanny pack. So I'm going to take it from her and put some patches on it. There you go. Uh, so anyway. Wait, what I'm, kind of patches? I don't know. Some cool ones. I'm waiting for wrestling shows to come back, man. You got to walk around rocking a fanny pack? Yeah, well, just wrestling shows. I've decided wrestling shows. I'm gonna go sleeveless Zubaz fanny packs. You know I'm wearing right now, Zubaz. Oh my God! Look at that! Thought you were gonna have a tubing moment. <laughs> 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 oh no. <laughs> uh oh oh man so anyways yeah so uh murphy goes that they they run into the ring and through the ring and then murphy follows him but he forgets that corbin's right there and just slams him with an end of days and gets the win. oh gosh yeah he destroyed him with an end of days mm-hmm. destroyed him uh
2: after that we had a street profits promo backstage hyping up the main event uh they keep bringing up kevin owens always turns out his tag team partners like everybody brings it up Yeah Constantly
1: Yeah Yeah
2: And then uh, Dawkins is talking about how Roman's acting like Michael Jordan Getting his own locker room uh, Didn't go to like some production guy's birthday or something like that His birthday party Uh, Bob Rude walks in Talks about how they beat Street Profits last week That in fact now they should be tag champions Even though that wasn't a title match Cesaro rolls in uh, Puts over he and Nakamura's Nakamura's bona fides And then everybody just starts arguing
1: Mm Mm-hmm they all just start yelling at each other. Yeah, that's it. Uh so then we have our main event. Uh Kevin Owens and Otis versus Roman and Jay. Uh Roman shows up pretty late to this affair. Uh because yeah. Jay just starts the match. Um Yeah, Jay said something like after Roman didn't come out.
2: I guess I have to do this one. I'm guessing I'm by myself or something like that. Like he yeah. knows the score. You know, this, this these are the consequences that Roman was talking about, I guess. There's
1: consequences, yeah. Yeah. So Roman shows up late. Okay, so I think this is the moment when my pizza arrived. Oh, where'd you get pizza from? Mountain Nikes, man. It was Bama's idea. She's like, can we have pizza tonight? I was like, YOLO. Um, So listen, Roman destroying Otis with steel steps. Oh, man, he annihilated him. Why didn't that, had the match not officially started at that point? Why was it, there no D- DQ? That should
2: have been DQ. That should have DQ. Isn't that one of the,
1: the Vince's rules that if the non-legal man attacks the non- other non-legal man, that should be disqualification? So one thing I did notice is that when Roman first slapped Kevin Owens when they were in the ring later, yeah. the ref said, that's one. That's one. That's one. You can do that once. Hmm. But he doesn't want to, and I think the idea was the next time Roman did that, when he broke up the pin... Yeah. That's when he called the DQ. Why wouldn't... So I know that you can throw somebody in the steel steps on the outside. Yeah. But has it always been a thing where you can just kill somebody with steel steps? I don't know, man. He annihilated him. He absolutely destroyed him. I'm trying to see if, uh, if Chad has any info on that. The ref gave a warrant. Did he give a warrant? I mean, because Otis had to leave the match because of that. Yeah, they took him to the back. Yeah. So that took Otis out of the match. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, uh, Owens really starts uh, taking it to Jay. Uh, He starts goading Roman to get in, um, which he does slaps Kevin Owens. uh, Super kick from Jay. Jay goes up to the top and Roman says, hey, get down. It's like, what? He's like, get down and tag me in so I can finish the show. This is my show. They just take too long Heming and Han. so Jay brings Kevin Owens over to Roman to tag in, but Kevin Owens punches Roman off the apron, stuns Jay, goes for the pin, Roman breaks it up, locks in a choke on Kevin Owens, ref calls for the bell. Roman and Jay get some chairs. They start beating the crap out of Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Jay puts a chair onto Kevin Owens, goes up, hits a splash on him, and then Roman attacks Jay Yeah, for embarrassing him. Yeah, that was great. He's like, how many times
2: do I have to tell you what you ever learn? Um, and do, I, do I have to keep repeating myself? And then he gets the universal title, drapes it over Owen's chest, gets in his face. He's like, you wanted all this attention. You have my attention. The whole world's watching now. Mm. Um, he's like, are you trying to make me a monster in front of the world? He says, I'm, says, uh, I'm going to take your manhood. I'm going to take your livelihood. You and your family are going to
1: fear me. Yeah. Roman's scary. He's scary, dude. He's, and super he's scary. He's terrifying. He really is. Yeesh. Yeah. I'm going to take it all from you and your family. Oof. Um, yeah, that's, that's really good stuff. Um, and he had the the title draped on Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance, Larson? Is there any chance? Remember Dave Meltzer said something along the lines of uh, this title reign was supposed to be relatively short. Any chance they're going to pull the trigger, put that title on Owens at TLC? There's be a lot really of things surprised. you can do there.
2: I was really surprised look Kevin Owen's shirt was it say it's done the world It's a new shirt oh yeah got a new shirt that says done the world so i'm not expecting it Neither but uh, cuz i kind of feel like they're going to they're going to they're going to wait on that whole someone beaten uh range for a while
1: i think you're Even right him, but i don't i don't but there's also there is also the idea out there that i mean this was a while, this was when when roman first day when he first came back and he was a bad guy that the idea is you want to get him back to being a good guy and face of the company material Mm -hmm. before too long. Now, you and I are of the same opinion. I think we'd love for that to take years because it'd be most effective that way. At least a year. But if there is a very specific roadmap that Paul Heyman has laid out, let's assume that he's Mm -hmm. the guy plotting this course, um, maybe we're going to get quicker story beats than this. Whatever it is, Kevin Owens is the perfect guy to at least feud with Roman Reigns for a couple months because yeah. damn they Owens is when Owens is motivated, he is so damn good. I know. He's so damn good. So, anyways, we'll see. Let's answer some questions.
2: Yes. Go to Twitch chat here. Um, Tony V says, Dominic has to have
1: the worst fashion sense on SmackDown, right? Um, I feel like he probably is heavily inspired by his dad's fashion sense. You know, I don't know. It's just kids these days. They wear outlandish things to, uh, to, to make a statement or something. I don't know. I mean, look at what my favorite thing is to watch post game NBA press conferences. Because those dudes just mm-hmm. wear the craziest things. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. I love watching the videos. Not
2: that of them uh, uh, arriving at the arena. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, it's always, it's like it's it's a great. it's a fashion runway for them. It truly is, and it's great. So I'm totally cool with it. I love that kind of stuff. Dom Dom wants to he wants to you know he wants to look dashing. Then let him do whatever he wants to do.
2: Exactly. Night by night, if Jay and Roman were musical instruments. What instruments would they be? Well, Roman's got to be something that's really uh, uh, authoritative, takes command.
1: I'd say like an, really something really ominous too, like a really heavy, like a heavy guitar
2: riff. I was thinking of something like a cello. You play some like menacing uh, mm. melodies or some like s- diminished chords on a cello.
1: Mm-hmm. That shit
2: sounds scary. There you go. In this huge, heavy instrument, you know. What's J? A recorder. A <laughs> little thing you play in, in grade school, you know?
1: Amusing. A little. Yeah. little. But if you're around it too much, it's annoying because your kid's just playing it. It's like, okay, can you get your If They're that? trying
2: to play Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, and they can't get the, the, yeah. the finger positions right.
1: This is triggering you.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, here we go. Gregory Faella. When will we get Baron Corbin promo with Forgotten Sons in a Junkyard? It'd be nice if oh, the Forgotten Sons... Please. Please. With their weird blazer hoodie combo, if that inspired Baron Corbin to like just stop with the king stuff, I it's know. it's so he looks so goofy. It's so bad. It's just bad. Alex Foster says, I know you guys want Big E or someone else to beat Roman, but what about Jay? With the way they're going, I wouldn't mind. I'd actually, I'd like that. I think that'd be yeah. great. I'd believe it when I see it, but I would mark out so hard if that yeah, happened. It'd be terrific. I would
2: too. I would too. Uh, Jorge D. To counter Sting debuting in AEW, which WCW that has not been seen in a while should WWE bring in? Answer's obvious. and NWO Sting.
1: Yeah, Jeff Farmer.
2: Yep. He's still
1: wrestling, I think. Maybe not. Um,. Johnny Ralston, how long do you give it until Jay turns on Roman and stands up for himself? And where does Jimmy fit into all this when he returns? Actually, hold on a second. I don't want to back up. Uh, I saw a great meme on the, I think, the Friendoverse, where uh, uh, they it's like, you know, it's a picture of Sting and it says AEW brings in a former WCW champion and then it's got Gargano. Oh, yeah. And then it's got a picture of David Arquette holding the scream mask. <laughs> I would have loved, and I know this wouldn't have been because McAfee's like a relevant guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I would have loved for Arquette to have been in McAfee's spot. I would have, I would have loved that. That'd been pretty cool. That could have. That been would have been, great. been pretty great. Cool. That'd have been great.
2: Yeah, I'd have been. I'd have been cool with that. Uh, fear and Loathing. Can someone's someone's actions in kayfabe give them a shoot nervous breakdown? I think any sort of uh, uh, performance art where the lines are blurred between reality and fiction, people get too lost in their performance. I think it's entirely possible.
1: I mean, I don't know about like the technical definition of a nervous breakdown, but look at Ric Flair. I mean, that dude was so lost that by the time he had already reached legend status in 2006, seven, eight, he had lost all his confidence. He was back... Mm-hmm a killer run in WWE and the dude's confidence was completely shot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I absolutely, you start messing with your identity for, uh, you know, for all that. Um, I mean, whether it has to do with a a legit storyline or not, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, you're, especially back in the day, like for example, the stuff with, uh, I mean, this is an extreme example, but Kevin Sullivan and Chris Benoit, where like literally, you know, Benoit ends up, with Kevin Sullivan's actual wife uh because of an angle. Mm-hmm. Dude, that can that can mess with you.
2: Yep. Yep. Uh Dingham Q says Oscar and Lana versus Nia and Shayna as well as Orton versus Bray announced for TLC.
1: Oscar and Lana. Oh, okay. So for, for the, the tag, tag titles. titles. Okay. Well, that explains why they got two wins. Um and then what else Bray and what? Bray and Orton. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think uh, isn't...
1: I thought I saw something that said uh, Randy was going to be at the Firefly Funhouse this... Uh, oh, really? Wrong. Wrong. Could be wrong, uh, i think.
2: Kind of a similar question, so I'll get this one one in right quick. Uh, White Brownie says, With Asuka and Lana challenging for the women tag titles at TLC and Asuka being undefeated at the pay-per-view, could we see two belts Asuka?
1: It's possible. I just doubt it because that's... I mean, if they want Shayna and Nia to go solo again... It's a way to kickstart that, yeah. Because their their partnership is going to last as long as the championship's around their waist. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. They're not moving past that. Nope. Uh, Let's see here. David Matushek, even though this has nothing to do with SmackDown, what do you think of Le Dinner Debonair being in a list of the New York Times best performances I saw that. of 2020? I saw that. That's pretty cool. It's not surprising. I thought it was really entertaining. It was really well done. Dr. Lipkin, when a talk show
2: host is unavailable, they bring in a temporary host. Which wrestling talk show segment would you like to see have a temporary
1: host, and who would be the fill-in? Miss TV. I'm so tired of Miss TV, dude. I'm so over it. That's just the same crap yeah, every it should single be week.
2: Pat McAfee as the <laughs> fill-in. Oh, there you go.
1: Make Raw even longer for us. Uh, let's see, Christopher Rappersod has a whole bevy of things here. Is Roman Reigns becoming one of the best Mike guys? He's so good. He's so good good in this role. Also, are you guys doing a best and worst top ten list this year? Heck yeah, man. I want to take some days off. Heck yeah, man. And also, he says, also, I was never a fan of Pat McAfee, and he says he gave us the worst match in NXT history by takeover levels. I thought I, I will disagree with that. I will defend Pat McAfee. His match with Adam Cole was pretty darn good. I thought it was pretty entertaining.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly Flexer gift and a sub to Wiley Gem.
1: I think the name. Thank you very much. I'll say this too. I I enjoyed the build to McAfee Cole. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's is just this particular. This faction,
2: it's just I'm just not into it. It's like every one of his promos is the exact same thing.
1: I know. I know. Uh, Wolfpack for life. One wins the Intercontinental Championship. One wins the WWE Championship. You choose, Big E, Daniel Bryan. Oh, come on! Is Daniel Bryan Intercontinental? Big E, WWE. Yep, hundred percent. Ooh, this is a tough question. Dog Authority Figure asks, uh, if you got the chance to interview Roman Reigns in kayfabe, in kayfabe, what yeah. questions would you ask him that wouldn't anger him?
2: What all have to be stuff that would appeal to his ego, I would think. Yeah. Like, what is your uh, what is what has been your greatest triumph in WWE?
1: What is the secret to your motivational to your supreme motivational abilities? Um. May I sit at the kids' table of the table?
2: Yeah, I feel like he'd be like, what? What? What yeah, why do you think you deserve to even sit at the kids' table? And, why
1: do you want to come to my house?
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's gotta That'd be something run. that appeals to his ego. Yeah. His status as the tribal chief. Yeah. Stuff like that.
1: I ask him, what does the tribal chief smell like?
2: he'd <laughs> <laughs> like, give you that look.
1: Why are you smelling me?
2: Uh, favorite customer, what could Jay do that Roman would say he's proud of Jay? <laughs> Jeez,
1: at this point. To honestly, at this point, it's just shut up. Yeah. If he can go one SmackDown without grabbing a mic and just talking, <laughs> I think at that point he'd say, Jay, you're learning. Uh,
2: Rocco says it's National Cookie Day. What is Roman's favorite cookie, and why is it any cookie that Jay
1: has? <laughs> <laughs> it's Jay's cookie. It is. It's Jay's <laughs> cookie. Man, I saw a commercial right after SmackDown. I didn't know if Mrs. Fields – you know they they vacated Sunrise Mall nearby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not shocking.
2: No, I'm surprised when any store is still there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised oh, the mall's still there. I'll be honest, it's with dead. That. It's dead. But no, even before pandemic, they, yeah, yeah, I think oh, they I, were I, gone. that's what I mean. Yeah, even before yeah.
2: pandemic, I'm surprised they haven't bulldozed that whole mall yet. That's
1: <laughs> because like there's, no it really hasn't there. changed much to be honest. No one but, goes there. Like
2: yeah. like a third of the stores are empty. Like, the whoever owns them all can't be making money on the thing.
1: Dude, there is a commercial for Mrs. I thought oh, they were just they're, they're a dot com now. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Fields dot uh, com. And can, you get have, them, like, can
2: you get them unbaked and then they send to you like Papa Murphy's, but for cookies?
1: Yeah, probably. I don't know because that's like the best. Like, they got to be warm and mm, like, fresh out so the I'm oven. That's what so I'm talking about. They send you the dough, you bake it at home. They're like a snowman. Like a wooden snowman thing that's like a multi-level cookie tray thing. Would, would you look at that? Yeah. But th- that's the thing, though. Like, what? Did, are the cookies already made? I mean, is it like they make it in an hour, like a, within the hour you get it? No, so they got to send you a tube of the dough
2: pre-made, and then you you go and slice the cookies out of the dough, and then you put them on the cookie tray. The I cookie might order one, one of those yourself.
1: things, man. I'll be honest with you. Is like, that what you I, want I'd... for
2: Christmas? Do you want a bunch of Mrs. Fields for Christmas? Fuck yeah. All right.
1: In a heartbeat. Let's see, MrsFields.com.
2: Look at that. Dan Daniels third says people that hate on Pat McAfee are too conditioned by WWE blandness and don't know any better. The thing is, Whoa, Dan, strong what, words. What I, I have not been too into as far as McAfee's promo is that I consider them very bland because a, he says the same thing every week.
1: Yeah, he's he he makes the same points. Man, I'm sorry. He, he tries does. to make the same points. He says to. the same thing over and over again. I'm rich. You suck. I I spent a lot of money on these guys. Yeah, it's just it's it's repetitive.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Let's see here. Okay. I'm. I, I want to see this though. Three tiers of Christmas cheer, finished with a festive hand tied bow. This tower of confectionary delight includes 24 nibblers, bite sized cookies. Uh, let's see here. All our baked goods arrive safely, packaged in a protective film. It's like sixty bucks. Okay. Can we use the company money?
2: Well, I'll get that for you for Christmas. <laughs> you want sixty dollars worth of cookies, stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know, it's like maybe five dollars worth of cookies. The, the the money's in the stupid snowman. I don't care about okay, that. Okay, now I want to see this. Just give Is me a three fields <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she's married though, so it's MRS. Uh, let's see here uh rain trigger should Wwe put Andrade in a Los Ingobernables type faction yeah right uh if so who would you put in it uh it'd be Andrade like a masked
2: Holy. go go to back to mrs Fields look at the Nutcracker holiday tower all right it's 132 dollars worth of cookies right
1: where is this thing
2: if you go to, if you scroll down to the holiday stuff. And there's the Nutcracker Sweet Tower. That's $175. Wow, look at that.
1: Wow. Why is it not, is it not showing up for me?
2: That's incredible. I really like Mrs. Fields, but that's that's pretty damn impressive. Oh, here we go, holiday. There's this holiday elf cookie jar too.
1: Oh here we go. Where is the Oh, oh wow. Look at that nutcracker. Look at it to scale. Like they have to bring the camera back so far. That's huge. Yeah, that's massive. Holy shit. All right.
2: Jorge D says a stream donation goal to get Steve, Mrs. Fields cookies.
1: Dude, they're so good. Eddie Brock's Venom says uh, Do you think there's a chance Punk could come back because he's commented on McAfee on NXT and he's talked about Roman lately, which means he's still watching even though backstage got axed? Yeah, it's funny. Whenever anybody asks him, because he'll make a little statement about something WWE related. And they'll be like, wait, are you watching the show? And then he'll be like, oh, uh, well, I got to watch something on my treadmill.
2: <laughs> uh, Dang MQ says on Pat McAfee's show today, he had uh, Ariel Hawani on and also Booker T. Ariel and Booker were talking smack to each other. And Ariel even brought Daniel Corme into the mix. Pat was laughing so hard.
1: It's probably really entertaining. Yeah. Because he's not saying the same three things over and over again like yeah. he does in NXT. It's probably very entertaining stuff. Yeah, I don't know about CM Punk. I don't think he's coming back.
2: No, he's not coming back.
1: It was one of my predictions, though. I remember that, that he was going to wrestle again in 2020. Yeah, I kind of
2: reviewed over my predictions, and I got
1: a lot. One of, what go it wasn't Hallmark. for this damn pandemic, he probably would have come back.
2: No, nah, he wasn't coming back, man.
1: Man, that dude is chomping at the bit because he knows that the only relevancy he has is in the world of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay the bills, Larson. Got to pay the bills.
2: Oh, sorry, Hugh long Have you no sold the Andrade faction for cookies? Who asked that question again? The the new uh Losin the Coca-Cola's. Rain Trigger.
1: Uh, so you put uh, Andrade, Larsa, a uh, masked Lars Sullivan, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte in there. Charlotte. And bring back uh, Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, that's all the questions I have over here. And that's all I got now, too. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, you'll be with us on Sunday for our Takeover War Games. We're oh, going to wow. watch that Pat McAfee main event. Did you look at this Abundant Snowman's cookie tower? Abundant Snowman? Yeah, man. $100. Look at that cookies. blueberry coffee cake. Holy crap. Oh, I what's didn't, the didn't most that. expensive thing on? Well, you know, what's the most voluminous cookies? Traditional Crimson Nut Free Tower. Ooh, no nuts. That makes me excited. Whoa. Holly Garland. 350 bucks. Whoa. Look at how many cookies are in that. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Twitch chat. Stick around. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Stephen Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson.